Hey there, welcome to Throttle Therapy. I am your host, Teresa Uncaged. Let's go for a ride. On this episode, we're going to talk about some influential women in motorcycle history. Since I have started reading about the history of Indian motorcycle, I got curious. I'm not really far into it, but it started to make me think. Motorcycling is a male-dominated activity, but more and more women are joining the riding community each year. So when did women start riding motorcycles? So today, I took a ride. Big surprise there, huh? Right? Because I ride every day. But my son finally got his big brother's bike fixed and roadworthy again. So, of course, we had to take a ride to brunch. Then after brunch, we parted ways because he's a teenage boy and had to go show his motorcycle to his friends. So I went and did a few things. And as I was getting close to home, like literally around the corner, I remembered taking my first big step in riding. I guess you could say it was a beginner's milestone. So my block is actually two smaller blocks chunked off from a bigger block. Then there are a bunch of those bigger blocks that make up this section of the neighborhood. And it's about two to two and a half miles to go all the way around this this chunk. And I was thinking about when I was finally brave enough to ride around this chunk of blocks. The speed limit is a whopping 30 miles an hour. And I remember I felt joy and exhilaration overcoming that next obstacle and getting more comfortable on the road. So today, as I was coming home, I remembered all of those feelings and I decided to ride that ride again. It's, it's not really something I do regularly. It's, it's kind of out of the way from places that I normally go to ride to. And I thought about how nervous I was coming to all six of the stop signs And I remember waiting for traffic and letting cars go because I was so unsure of my ability to get going and get up to speed. And today I laughed at myself thinking how far I have come. And it was fun to think about the past and and see all that I've accomplished personally. And once again, I thought about other women motorcyclists. Seriously, like when did women start riding? Because you don't really learn about that in history. Well, recently I talked about the beginnings of the Indian Motorcycle Company. FYI, there is so much more history, but that'll come in future episodes. Anyway, so I was reading and I was wondering where all the ladies were. Just like today, like who? when did women start writing? You know what I found out? Women started writing immediately. Motorized bicycles came out and women started riding. Bicycles were never a men's only thing. Motorcycles were never a men's only thing. The practicality of them made them an ideal choice for everyone. And because motorcycles were half as expensive as the new Model T Ford, they were preferred methods of transportation. Well, at least for a little while. Okay, so let me take you back and tell you a smidge of Indian motorcycle history to get this to really make sense. 
So between 1901 and 1916, Indian motorcycle increased its success tenfold. They were on top of the motorcycle game in every capacity, and not just in the United States, but around the world. It was around 1916 that Indian modified its engine, and thus the Power Plus was born. Basically, they added metal to the combustion chamber, creating turbulence that increased power. And that's the Cliff Notes version, because we all know I have no idea what any of that means. Anyway, this Power Plus motorcycle is um, what a set of sisters used to ride across the country to prove that women could help in the war efforts. Adeline and Augusta Van Buren figured that if they could prove that women could ride through the hardships of crossing the treacherous country from New York to California, that's right, they went coast to coast, they could help the war effort as dispatch riders. This would allow more men to fight in positions that women could not. These women were the first to ride a motorized vehicle up Pikes Peak, and they encountered countless hardships along their journey. Unfortunately, media only reported on the amazingness of the motorcycle and glossed over what these two ladies had actually accomplished in 1916. However, women didn't have the right to vote, so this did push more women to break stereotypes and show the world that women can do anything that a man can. These two women, they made history. They did something that not many people did, and their story is really inspirational. And this was back with the start and growth of Indian Motorcycle. The next woman that I think was an inspiration to motorcycle history was Teresa Wallach. Probably said that wrong, but you get the idea. She was originally from Europe, but eventually moved to the United States. And over her lifetime, she was a true motorcycle adventurer. She grew up surrounded by motorcycles and learned to ride from some of the best riders of the time. And as she grew, she learned to wrench on bikes in addition to honing her riding skills, which led her to win numerous local motorcycle competitions. But this was the 1930s, so her behavior was very unbecoming of a lady. Now, Teresa did what the Van Burns, Van, Van Buren's, holy cow, why can't I get anybody's name right today? But she did what they couldn't. She was able to become a military dispatch rider, but this was like only one small notch in her belt of accomplishments. She took what is considered one of the most radical rides ever from London, England, all the way down to Cape Town, South Africa. And this rocketed Teresa into celebrity status, and it helped her get accepted into the British racing establishment. Now, when she came to America, Teresa became known for her mechanical abilities and worked, in a, into a, worked her way into different shops until she was able to open her own motorcycle dealership. And then after that, she, she wrote like two books about her success and about her motorcycle journeys. And then from there, she began teaching riders in around like 1959. She opened uh, the Easy Riding Academy, and she still had time to serve as the vice president of the Women's International Motorcycle Association. 
The funny thing is, is Teresa never owned a car. She rode motorcycles up until she could no longer see well enough to ride a motorcycle, which was somewhere in her late 80s. Teresa was a true pioneer for women motorcyclists around the world. These last few ladies were inspirational and truly pushed for women. But this next lady was such a pioneer in her own rights. I'm talking about the motorcycle queen from Miami, Bessie Stringfield. Not only was she breaking barriers for women, but the black community as well. This woman has an award named after her. The Bessie Stringfield Award is granted to a person who introduces motorcycling to emerging markets. That explanation in itself should give you an idea of this woman's influence during her lifetime. Bessie's first motorcycle was, you guessed it, an Indian Scout, which she taught herself to ride. Then she switched over to Harley, and even though it makes my heart sad that she was a Harley woman, I have to forgive her because of the leaps and bounds she made with her riding. Now she began riding all over the country, and as a black woman in the 30s and 40s, that was not only unheard of, but unimaginably dangerous for her. She would be denied basic needs because of the color of her skin. Now, it was reported that she would on occasion sleep on her motorcycle if she couldn't find any black folks to take her in. And these hardships didn't seem to bother her much. She went on to ride across the country several times before completing a series of training with difficult maneuvers to become a civilian army motorcycle dispatch rider. Bessie eventually settled in Miami, hence the name Motorcycle Queen of Miami. She got the name because she would ride standing up through the cities. She started a motorcycle club and even won a motorcycle race. However, she was denied the prize because they eventually figured out she was a woman. So another woman that was very similar to Bessie, Gloria Tremonton Struck, totally messed up that name, sorry. Well, Gloria started riding at 16 years old. She loved traveling and was super determined to do it on a motorcycle. Now, because she was riding in the same time in the 40s, just like Bessie, it was improper for a woman. This is so mind-blowing to me because when motorbikes first came out, women used them. So when did it become improper? Whatever. It was improper, and Gloria experienced similar situations to Bessie. Both ladies were refused rooms and basic necessities for their travels. Now, Gloria continued riding and estimates that she rode around 700,000 miles. She is a regular at motorcycle rallies such as Sturgis and Daytona, and she has helped change the way that people view motorcyclists. Now, another female that uh, she really changed the way we look at racing. This is Dot Robinson. She used her tenacity to get herself into motorcycle racing, and she's credited with being the first female racer in many events. But we know that's not true. You remember Bessie raced and she got no credit. They basically took her title from her for winning because she was a woman. Well, some stories tell of Dot winning races and then cleaning up and presenting herself like this beautiful lady that she was and that ultimately got her noticed. 
And it really helped to start to change the perceptions of women motorcycling, particularly women in racing. Then came Mary McGee. Now, she liked racing too, only she preferred racing cars with her husband. But she thought, what the heck? Let's learn to race motorcycles because it could help me get better at racing cars. However, she was forced to take a test to prove her ability and became the first woman to hold an FIM license in the United States. So yay, legal female racer! Make waves for women in the sport. Oh, and I forgot to mention that she began racing in the late 50s, early 60s, so we were still kind of working on that perception of motorcyclists as like normal people, especially women motorcyclists. All of these women played a huge part in motorcycle history. The Van Buren sisters, Teresa, Bessie, Gloria, Dot, and Mary. And, you know, I didn't do their stories justice. There are just so many more things they did and so many more women out there that played pivotal roles. I'm in awe at what these women did for the motorcycle community. I'm truly, truly amazed at their willpower to continue through every challenge thrown at them. And I am inspired by their perseverance in the face of adversity. I'm also a little bit more enlightened on motorcycling. And I'm so glad I followed up on women's motorcycle history. But hey, on a different note, did you know you can buy me a beer? Yeah, go to buymeacoffee.com slash Teresa Uncaged and you can buy me a beer. All right, all right. I know, I know it says buy me a coffee, but I don't drink coffee. So we can still share a drink together and support the show. That's buymeacoffee.com slash Teresa Uncaged. And after you're done there, shoot on over to Instagram or Facebook and hit me up. Let me know what you women feel has been instrumental in your writing or anything else that you know about women's motorcycle history. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Teresa Uncaged. And I look forward to catching you on the next ride. <laughs>